letter sixty two of pamela volume two this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox org pamela volume two by samuel richardson letter sixty two to the same my honoured papa and mamma i have received your joint commands and intend to set out on wednesday next week i hope to find my papa in better health than at present and in better humour too for i am sorry he is displeased with my petitioning for a little longer time in london it is very severe to impute to me want of duty and affection which would have deserved make me most unworthy of your favour mr b and his lady are resolved to accompany me in their coach till your chariot meets me if you will be pleased to permit it so to do and even set me down at your gate if it did not but he vows that he will neither alight at your house nor let his lady but i say that this is a misplaced resentment because i ought to think it a favour that you have indulged me so much as you have done and yet even this is likewise a favour on their side to me because it is an instance of their fondness for your unworthy daughter's company mrs b is if possible more lovely since her lying in than before she has so much delight in her nursery that i fear it will take her off from her pen which will be a great loss to all whom she used to oblige with her correspondence indeed this new object of her care is a charming child and she is exceedingly pleased with her nurse for she is not permitted as she very much desired to suckle it herself she makes a great proficiency in the french and italian languages and well she may for she has the best schoolmaster in the world and one whom she loves better than any lady ever loved a tutor he is lofty and will not be disputed with but i never saw a more polite and tender husband for all that we had a splendid christening exceedingly well ordered and everybody was delighted at it the quality gossips went away but on tuesday and my lady davers took leave of her charming sister with all the blessings and all the kindness and affectionate fondness that could be expressed mr andrews that worthy old man came up to see his grandson yesterday you would never have forgotten the good man's behaviour had you seen it to his daughter and to the charming child i wish i could describe it to you but i am apt to think mrs b will notice it to lady davers and if she enters into the description of it while i stay i will beg a copy of it to bring down with me because i know you were pleased with the sensible plain good man and his ways when at the hall in your neighbourhood the child is named william and i should have told you but i write without any manner of connection just as things come uppermost but don't my dear papa construe this too as an instance of disrespect i see but one thing that can possibly happen to disturb the felicity of this charming couple and that i will mention in confidence mr b and mrs b and myself were at the masquerade before she lay in there was a lady greatly taken with mr b she was in a nun's habit and followed him wherever he went and mr turner a gentleman of one of the inns of court who visits mr b and is an old acquaintance of his tells me by the by that the lady took an opportunity to unmask to mr b 
mr turner has since found she is the young countess dowager of blank a fine lady but not the most reserved in her conduct of late since her widowhood and he has since discovered as he says that a letter or two if not more have passed between mr b and that lady now mrs b with all her perfections has as she owns a little spice of jealousy and should she be once alarmed i tremble for the consequence to both their happiness i conceive that if ever anything makes a misunderstanding between them it will be from some such quarter as this but tis a thousand pities it should and i hope as to the actual correspondence begun mr turner is mistaken but be it as it will i would not for the world that the first hints of this matter should come from me mr b is a very enterprising and gallant man a fine figure and i don't wonder a lady may like him but he seems so pleased so satisfied with his wife and carries it to her with so much tenderness and affection that i hope her merit and his affection for her will secure his conjugal fidelity if it prove otherwise and she discovers it i know not one that would be more miserable than mrs b as well as from motives of piety and virtue as from the excessive love she bears him but i hope for better things for both their sakes my humble thanks for all your indulgence to me with hopes that you will not my dear papa and mamma hold your displeasure against me when i throw myself at your feet as i now soon hope to do conclude me your dutiful daughter p darnford end of letter sixty two